What's up? It's April when she gets Thoticus, and this is The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a fanfiction or a collection of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. I'm back at college for New Year, and I do not feel comfortable recording in my room because I have a roommate. I don't want her to randomly walk in on me when I'm describing porn in detail. That ain't fun. So I am recording this from my car and will probably continue to do so throughout the year. Now, speaking of cars, I know, a brilliant segue. This episode marks the beginning of a new series called Dixar. So there are two different ways you can interpret this title. One, it's a combination of Disney and Pixar. Two, Pixar, but with way more penises involved. Both all right. Because if you never watched Avatar as a kid, I'm going to read your childhood now. Each Dixar episode, we'll be discussing a collection of erotic fanfiction for a particular Disney Pixar movie. And I've chosen to begin with Cars. So there are plenty of humanized AUs where writers make these characters into people. So it's often easier to write about them having sex or even just normal lives. But we're not going to be covering any of that vanilla shit today. I have talked plenty about strange human sex, and now it's time to fall a little bit deeper into hell. Yes, car sex. And not the good kind where you are having sex inside the car. No, cars having sex with each other. That's what we're talking about today because fuck you, that's why. So I know anatomy and breeding and whatnot are often questioned when it comes to the cars universe. Like, are these cars flesh and blood organisms? Are they regular cars on the inside? If so, why do they have tongues? How do they reproduce? I'm going to attempt to answer some of these questions by examining some fans' takes on them. But believe me, it's just going to end up being more confusing in the end. My attempts failed, as you will see. So fortunately, a lot of what I found did turn out to be crack fic, and it immensely relieves me to know that a lot of people don't actually want to fuck the cars, or read about the cars fucking. You, you get what I mean. So we're going to start with crack and end with crack. The crack at the beginning will be on the graphic side to properly warm us up for the real porn, uh, but then we will continue straight into hell because some people do want to fuck the cars, like actually. You know, wanting to fuck a cartoon human is one thing. Wanting to fuck a cartoon animal is weird, but like, hey, there are a lot of furries out there, so it's not that weird. But wanting to fuck a cartoon car, like, um, to my knowledge, that's so weird that there isn't even a name for it. So let's begin. This first one today it is a bit cracky, but fuck you because it's graphic, like I warned. This shit's in first-person present tense, because, again, fuck you. Note to aspiring authors out there, don't write in first-person present tense. It's just infuriating to not only me, but to a lot of other people, too. Sometimes you can write in first-person and it's okay, sometimes you can write in present tense and it's okay, but don't do both at the same time. So Anon, as an anonymous, that's the character we're going to be following here. He awakens tied to a table, not knowing where he is. He's a human, and this is going to be the only, well, graphic human on car sex we're discussing today. And he has been magically transported to the universe of cars so he can fuck them because porn. So he gives a massive info dump. He seems like a Mary Sue. He has a tragic backstory about being bullied in high school and how his parents killed themselves via erotic asphyxiation because he was just too handsome to handle. It also says that he likes, and I quote, heavy metal artists like Nirvana, Slipknot, and Nickelback. 
is everything in this fic just designed to give me an aneurysm? Because as a metalhead myself, when people call things that are clearly not metal, metal, it drives me fucking insane. The only thing to rival how insane fan fiction drives me is that. And now seeing this in a fan fiction, I, I, I no, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm already done. I don't have, I haven't even begun. So Anon wakes up next to Doc and McQueen, who uh, they refer to McQueen as Rusty's throughout the whole fic because he has that on his hood. They explain that since the world's ending, they want to know what it feels like to have a human inside him. Like a test drive, wonders Anon, but he's quickly corrected because we all know exactly where this is going. Lightning's like, hmm, I've seen you search Brave Little Toaster Erotica numerous times, so you should be fine. I think you'll like this. Now that's an episode I should do if I knew anything about the Brave Little Toaster. I don't know if that's a show or a movie or anything, but it seems like something I need to cover, so I need to look into that. Anon agrees to fuck the cars for the sake of porno, and you know, can't knock it till you try it. So here's a fun little quote that starts off chapter two. I get down on my hand- fucking first person present tense, fuck that. I get down on my hands and knees on top of this large black plastic sheeting laid out for me. Behind me, Rusty's has his eyes closed as he psychs himself up for the main event. Speed, he mumbles to himself, I am speed. At least, that's what I'd normally start off the session with. Today, I plan on going as slow as possible. As I look over Rusty's many curves and glossy paint job, I can feel my dick hardening and my asshole puckering up in anticipation, longing for nothing more than to be lubricated with grease and having his throbbing gear stick shoved into my rectal cavity to have my own joystick stuck in his exhaust pipes while he blows various carbonated gases all over my foreskin. I want nothing more than to expel my fluids and use them to get his engine running nice and smoothly. He seems like a nice race car and I don't want him to combust like the others. Rusty's continues his monologue. Two winners, zero losers. I'm gonna eat out your asshole for breakfast. I'm gonna go slower than slow, more crawling than crawling. I am lightning. So, yeah, obviously this is crack, but uh, just the way it's written, oh my god, I can't. Just all the penis euphemisms. Y'all know how I feel about body part euphemisms. They're so unnecessary. Just say cock and just say cum. But yeah, believe me, this shit's gonna be graphic. So now McQueen gets on top of Anon, clearly crushing him, but because of plot convenience. Can it really be called a plot? Uh, and the author does say explicitly that it is plot convenience. He doesn't die. <laughs> McQueen's shaft is described as a tender organ raging and growing under Anon's touch. Then Anon goes inside of McQueen, like in a typical car way, not in an anal sex way. McQueen opens up his doors, and it's a nice leather interior instead of muscle and veins and shit. And Anon's like, mm, damn girl, your interior is fine. Anon's just getting horny in there and slobbering over the steering wheel, and McQueen's licking him from the inside, ravishing his chocolate doo-doo, if you will. Meat hook sodomy comes on the radio. There we fucking go, that's what I'm talking about, some real metal cattle corpse. McQueen then vomits out our pal Anon, and can take it no longer. He must fuck Anon with his two foot, and that's only a cross, shaft. McQueen undresses, how do you ask? He somehow removes his paint job. Never explained, but it's not like I expected it to be. Apparently he has a nutsack, but it tastes horrible as one might imagine. So 
there is inflation in this, which I did not fucking sign up for. McQueen has such a massive car boner that he shoves down Anon's throat and he comes and Anon's like, I brought a vehicle to orgasm. How many people can say that? And then you get your brief sentence of cum inflation and then Anon fucks his tailpipe because that totally wouldn't burn off your scrotum. And lightning screams Kajow as he comes. I hate my life, guys. Several million gallons of gasoline also come out. Don't ask me how that happened. None of this has to make sense. So next up on the list, we have to read about this human also fucking a helicopter because my suffering will never end. The whole excuse they have is like, hey, uh, human, we need to fuck you senseless because we enjoy it. Oh, I, I mean, because we want you to provide more uh, motor fluid for us or something like that. We also get uh, an I identify as an attack helicopter joke from Anon because my suffering won't end ever. Like, we suddenly do get some kind of tasteless jokes in this chapter. I won't spoil the jokes, but one involves McQueen, Hitler, and masturbation, and the other one involves the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, but hey, that's the internet for you. This is an audio medium, but I once saw a meme in which there was a plane labeled the internet, and it was about to crash into the Twin Towers labeled things you don't joke about. Just about sums it up. Just about sums it up. So, Harold the helicopter here has a seatbelt pick, and just wait till we get to the serious erotica, guys. Wonders happen with anatomy. Minds are broken. Specifically, my mind. So while they fucking, Anon wonders, does Harold perchance contain some nuclear warheads within that sleek body of his? Because he wants to blow up the Nickelodeon headquarters, which they do, because that's very erotic. Anon has an atomic orgasm. That's the new way to describe an orgasm. Never heard that before. Congrats, I guess. Um, and... Oh my god, they sprang the S-word on us in literally the second to last paragraph. We were so close making this whole fic without having to hear that accursed synonym for cum that no one should ever use. Just say cum. For the love of god, just say cum. And that was Eroticar with an explanation point. Lightning Queen also makes a video game called Attack of the Empty Pringles Cans, which receives a near-perfect score on Metacritic and it's considered the best product placement since Food Fight. I guess that's life sometimes. So let's uh, get a nice short lesbian one-shot to ease us into the whole unironic porn thing. This is really the only time anatomy questions will be truly addressed. So this one's between Holly and Sally, and they're gonna go for a drive together in the desert. Yeah, this is the closest we're gonna get to someone actually putting minimal effort into car anatomy, because Sally notices that Holly's checking her out, like her mirrors are turning so she can get a better look. And then one thing that I find kind of weird about this, or doesn't really fit in with the logic of the Cars universe or the logic of real life either, is that the cars can blush, so Holly's purple paint goes a little pink. I'd like to know how that works. I mean, it's not skin, is it, right? Do the cars have blood? Because that isn't that blushing when blood rushes your face. Anyway, let's learn about car sex. Apparently, a revving engine means arousal, and a rear fender is the ass. Apparently, a spoiler is also very erotic. Uh, I had to look that up because my car doesn't have one of those, but it's on the back, and that's it's sexy, I guess. Tail lights are also important. Always remember to rub her tail lights during sex. Vital. And Sally be like, oh yeah, damn, you're undercarriage. Fine, girl. And as you can tell, I don't have human body parts compared to the last three anatomical features that I mentioned to. Um, I'm not really sure what happened with the orgasm that they reached here, but it involved an axle. Props to this author for kind of trying, I guess, and keeping it, like, 
Car-y, instead of saying Lightning Queen got a big chrome dick and a prostate, y'all. Like, it could have been a lot more graphic than it was. Also kind of refreshing to see lesbians really rare in too many fandoms. Now we're gonna get much worse and much more graphic and much more disgusting. So, Lightning Queen could have avoided all this if he wasn't a nosy little shit because he was into Chick Hicks's garage after hearing Chick talking to an unknown voice inside. Something from the darkness grabs him, but he stays still and hopes that Chick, who's come back for the moment, won't hear him in the garage. Chick knows someone's in there, and he closes the door and tells him to have fun. So this thing, this, this entity that grabs him, he's about to cry out when it enters his mouth, and here is where we learn. It is a tentacle. Cars universe tentacle porn. We are dealing with that. We are dealing with a cartoon car being raped by a tentacle monster. What the honest to god fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> uh, I'm honestly not even that surprised that something like this exists anymore. Once we get a few episodes deep into the Dixar series, I'm sure nothing will surprise me anymore. So apparently, apparently, Lightning McQueen's shaft, I, I guess, is like a dick because he feels blood. And they, they do say that it's blood rushing to it, and it grows as the creature continues its exploration of his body, and he feels himself becoming involuntarily aroused. So this thing is pumping him and going inside of him at the same time, who fun with non-traditional anatomy. Conveniently, the tentacle uh, must also be self-lubricating because this thing evolved to fuck race cars, because fuck you. McQueen's having a jolly old time you know he's physically enjoying it but he, he's still like panicking a little bit but that's how porn is apparently if you just get fucked by something you suddenly get into it but then who shows up but doc and he's like what the fuck oh I, I see you've met harvey the tentacle monster who i also enjoy fucking hmm this could be a pretty hot threesome and lightning is also kind of horrified by the idea that he wouldn't mind if doc joined in because fuck my life mm. Fuck you. Harvey is also the name of Lightning's agent who never appears on screen, but this thing does not seem to be capable of speech, and I'm assuming that Lightning would have seen and been able to recognize his own agent. But what a plot twist that would have been. Headcanon. Lightning's agent Harvey is a tentacle monster bred to fuck race cars. Doc's also telling him how Harvey will make his body accommodate it. Like, stretching one's anus out is one thing, but cars are made of metal, so... How strong is this thing? Like, this is getting scarier than it was already, now that I'm overthinking it. So Doc then begins to suck one of Harvey's tentacles, but that's a real brief moment because these two cars have to make out a little bit, which is somehow simultaneously the weirdest and least weird moment on this entire fic, because this could theoretically happen in the Cars verse, which makes it kind of surreal to imagine. But also it's not weird because, you know, it's just kissing. It's just super tame compared to everything else going on here, and pretty much everything else in this whole episode. So Harvey interrupts and it goes between their mouths like, pay attention to me. Like it doesn't have any lines, but it's just desperate for a little loving, which I guess is why it rapes whoever goes inside the garage. So then Doc lets the tentacle monster fuck him from behind while McQueen watches and just keeps getting more turned on because fuck you. And then indeed, Lightning gets on top of Duck and fucks him while Harvey's also fucking him. Harvey goes completely inside of McQueen while Lightning is still fucking Duck and then he comes, whatever that entails in the car's verse, and they use the 
S word again. Like, for fuck's sake, I don't want to have to think about how cars breed, even though it's kind of a common question in regards to the cars universe, but like, come on. The S word for anyone who is wondering is seed. I hate that word when people use it to describe cum. It's just, ugh, I don't know. It just grosses me out for some reason. So then the same thing happens to McQueen, that he's fucked by Doc and the tentacle monster at the same time. And they keep saying it feels like they're going to pass out from pleasure. God, why couldn't they? Would it have continued if they had? I mean, probably they would have continued with Harvey fucking their unconscious bodies, but, uh, what am I even saying? I don't know if that would actually be better or worse or what, but apparently the tentacle monster is just chilling up in McQueen after they're finished. And he's like, uh, hey, I have a race tomorrow. How do I get Harvey out of me? And Doc's just like, well, you don't. He just stays up there for as long as he wants. As for the race, you know been there before. I've totally raced with a giant ass tentacle monster inside of me. Fuck my life. A lot of people write these. Alright, so let's get to the main event really. This is a longer fic, uh, the longest one we're going to talk about, and it's comprised of nine one-shots. I will preface this with a review that someone left on it, full of wonderful questions that I also have. Few questions, if we may. What part of the car's anatomy is the member? Assuming the butt is its exhaust pipe, how are we to believe that this metal Orpheus was stretched? What is the chemical makeup of a car's semen? Generally speaking, when large amounts of pressure are applied to a car's hood, indentations appear. Why does this not occur when said car's face was mounted? Seeing as sexual intercourse is used in the process of procreation, are car babies a possibility? If so, are precautions such as aluminum condoms a necessity? Why is it that you, the author, so brutally neglected to acknowledge Chick's oh-so-sexual phrase, Kachika, often seen in the animated motion picture, accompanied by what looks to be a pelvic thrusting motion in your abundantly sexual tale? Thank you for taking the time to read these fundamental questions. Your story was an intriguing take on this beloved children's theatrical film, and we shall continue to check up on this review panel in hopes of enlightenment on the previously stated matters, courtesy of the WSC. Bless your beautiful heart and soul, reviewer WSC. You said it better than I could. So this thing is going to be nine chapters long, pretty normal length chapters, but be prepared, because there's some wild shit in here. I find this fix so disturbing and hilarious at the same time, because this writer, like, has, or at least had, a life that he was busy with while he was writing this. It makes me wonder what people I know are consuming or writing porn of in their spare time. I, however, have a podcast, so I have an excuse to read all this weird shit, so haha. <laughs> yeah, can't hold that against me. My bad life choices to commit to doing this myself every week. Chapter one. Okay, let's let's fucking go. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's get through these. Sally gets a package in the mail. It just looks so evil to her. The leather, the buckles, the phallus. It is capitalized for some reason at the front. Oh boy, she just can't wait to fuck Lightning McQueen with her brand new strap on. How does she put it on? They don't have hands. Never addressed. And it's also never addressed when cars pick things up or do mechanical tasks later on in the fic. So they're about to fuck that night. She. T- tells McQueen to suck her dick 
Lightning, meanwhile, is just reminiscing about when he used to go down to the glory hole and suck whatever poked through while this was happening. He ain't gonna tell Sally that, though, but a little bit of porn-ception. So, does a glory hole have to be in the bathroom? I should have researched this, I guess, but uh, if so, I have questions. I guess they had toilets and cars, too, but how would the car position itself to put its dick through? Any wall, actually. However, uh, this is one of the least distressing concepts that this fic raises, but what the fuck kind of world do we live in where I have to think about these questions? So then Sally fucks him in the... I'm not sure what she fucks him in. The tailpipe? Does lightning have a human anus? Who knows? I guess it's an ass. They say ass. But she's dominating him and he's loving it. She's f <laughs> it says she's fucking him like a $2 whore while she's dirty talking to him. I guess it's nice to see some dominatrix content out there, but why does this exist? That's only a preview of what's to come. Chapter 2, let's get through. So, Chicken McQueen race. Whoever loses has to bottom, because I guess they both want to fuck each other. So they made a bet, and McQueen's like, what if we tie? And Chick's like, you know, the author won't let that happen, and McQueen says, stop making fourth wall jokes. Of all the flawed porn logic you could have addressed, that was what you chose. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really expect any self-awareness from this author, but you never know. Really? You could have you could have addressed anything else other than a tie game. I had so many questions and that was not one of them. So judging by the outcome of this race, this author really has a thing for slut, slutty submissive lightning McQueen. That is a cursed sentence I wish I never had to say, but the internet's full of wonders, ain't it? This is another cursed sentence. She mouth fucks McQueen, and may I ask, what is a car dick? None of the reviewers' questions that I read before we dove into this particular fanfiction are ever answered. Are these cars biological organisms who happen to take over our planet and evolve into car-like beings? Uh, I know I'm just asking questions about the Cars universe in general at this point, but when you combine its mystery with porn, it just makes the question even harder to avoid. I bet this author has theories, though, and in fact, there are a few later, I guess. I, I guess. Here's a quote. Lightning blushed. No one had ever praised his cock-sucking abilities before. I I think you would blush when someone's like, you look so pretty tonight. Then you'd blush. Not, you suck dick real good, slut. Then blush to that. Uh, so apparently, cock is made of metal because they describe Chick Hicks' dick as chrome, so I'm gonna guess that it's not a mechanical part of the car like a tailpipe or something. But it's not a human penis either. It's a penis if cars have penises. And that's up to your imagination. And then, uh, Chick Hick- Chick licks- Chick Hick's dick lick? Chick licks Lightning's asshole and rams him. So these cars have balls too. Should I even bother asking at this point? Do I want to know on where on these bodies these are located? What they are? How would they have to position themselves for these acts to be possible? Fuck me. Lightning also seems to be quite a screamer because this happened in the last chapter too, where he has this big, long, drawn-out scream as he comes. <sighs> can I really take nine chapters of this? By God, I can do anything, but that doesn't mean I'm not suffering. Chapter three. The yeah, author begins with a note. It's like, hey, use the word fag in here, but it should only be used with consent, and I used it here because I'm gay, and I can do that. And also, I like being called a fag in bed sometimes, so all right, enjoy. I guess, I don't know, this person, this person's a lot more self-aware than, than a lot of authors I've read on here. So I guess, good job there?
this is a scene between Mac the truck and Lightning. Mac had promised that he'd make up for the time he lost Lightning in Radiator Springs during the events of the first movie, and what did that mean? A sexual favor, obviously. So this author really seems to like rimming because Lightning is like licking his asshole and sucking on his balls. And now we get a description of what the author thinks machine balls are like, which would be two round objects that vary in size depending on the vehicle, hanging in a foil bag. This is the author saying this. He just puts it in parentheses, like, yeah, hey, in case you were wondering, like, thanks for clarifying, but put it in an at the beginning or integrate it into the actual fic like a writer would instead of just interrupting your own fic to do that. And then we also specify that lightning's dick, lightning's rod, is aluminum and Mac has been penetrated before and it just says, it just says in parentheses, you know, brief aside, more on that later. <laughs> I'm in tears. Mac gets too into it, and Lightning is like, hey, wait, this isn't about you, this is about me. And I guess I have to take back what I said about submissive Lightning McQueen. It hurts me to say those words. <laughs> because this motherfucker gets angry, and indeed, we do get the usage of the word fag here, at, and afterwards he does apologize for calling Mac that. Chapter 4. This is with Red the fire truck and Mac the regular truck. The author is like, this is my ship. I don't care if no one else likes it. I'm gonna write it anyway. Honestly, I know you struggle, bro. Rare pairs are hell. Sometimes you just have to create all the content yourself and you don't want to do that because you like only write crack fic and you, you're like, oh fuck, I have to write some serious fic for this pairing now. Anyway, that's the Wenchy Castodicus experience, not this guy's experience. Let's talk about this guy's experience. So the whole time's at the drive-in movie theater. I guess they don't have regular movie theaters, but Red notices that everyone else is here with a date. He notices Mac all alone, and it's so fucking weird when he hears his thoughts describing what he thinks is sexy about another truck. Like, I'll read this quote. That long square hood, those long, tall chrome pipes, those big sexy rear duels. So, question. Did the author have to put himself into the mindset of a truck to write this, or did he just say what he finds sexy in a truck? I'm gonna just take a wild guess and say the latter. So Red's a shy fellow, but he makes the first move and they go back to Mac's place to bone. And here's another quote. Their tongues explored each other's mouths and danced together like two snakes making love. And then the A.N. learned bold from here on out. So imagine just reading that. I've never heard that comparison before and I've heard some pretty weird shit at this point. But the A.N. right after this in bold says, not that I've ever seen that, mind you. Bro, you have a car fetish. Whether we're judging you for that or not, no one's opinion of you is going to change if we find out that you watch snake porn too. So don't be ashamed of that if you're not ashamed of the car fetish, I guess. So then the anal sex, Mac is starting to grease, to quote, uh, and the AN here says that I've decided that boy cars can get wet. It's my story and I don't have to explain shit. Yeah, because that's the weirdest thing in this fic so far. The cars, which have no gender, then get assigned genders in a cartoon, and then the male ones get wet. That's the weirdest thing in this fic. I don't even know what the differentiation between female cars and male cars are in this universe, but that a male car can get wet. A female car shouldn't get wet either. I don't fucking know. This I have more pressing questions than this. Oh my god, and then this part. This like broke my mind. They mention that Red is uncircumcised once he pulls out his massive fire truck dick of all the things you could have brought up. 
I swear. Yeah, no, this author's just fucking with everyone. Like, I already have so many questions about this author's idea of car anatomy. And they just, like, okay, let's throw circumcision into the mix, too. Like, what is the foreskin made of? Is it also metal? If so, then why does Red say that a knife ain't coming near his dick? A knife can't cut through metal. Is it, how do they get it off? Does this mean that car God told car Abraham to circumcise himself and his sons? Does this mean that there's Judaism in the car's universe? Do they have religion? Is that why there's circumcision or is it just a health thing or what? I can't do this. <laughs> It's getting really hot in, in here. Uh, I am sitting in my car currently and uh, I don't have it running so the air's off. I need a break for various reasons. Cue intermission music. back and we're gonna get through all this because it gets crazier trust me we're gonna cover all of it this next chapter honestly it sounds like something i would write if i ever wrote cars porn <laughs> and we'll see why in a moment because all right it's time for duck to give lightning mcqueen his yearly physical everything goes all right until doc wants to do a prostate examination Oh my god, don't don't make me think about car anatomy again. I'm not ready I'm not doing two intermissions. So Duck puts a condom over the anal probe because safety first kids. Lightning is getting off to it though, and when he's declared healthy, he doesn't want the probe to come out. So of course they fuck. And this is honestly great because Duck puts on a condom and Lightning's like, but I'm safe and it's not like I could get pregnant and Duck might as well just turn to the metaphorical camera and do another fourth wall break because he says, I always use protection and then like gives a little talk about safe sex. It says, amazingly, Lightning was still aroused after that speech. What are you talking about? Safe sex and consent are sexy. And then the anal sex commences. Lightning calls him daddy multiple times. Oh my god. Because this chapter was gonna make me suffer instead of just making me laugh. And the AN at the end literally says, and I quote, Remember, kids, your partner might not tell you that they have an STD because they might not know. Use a condom every time. Isn't this something I would say in the show? This is absolutely something I would say on the show. Is this something I would say in an actual fan fiction? Fuck yes, it is. Thank you for chewing my chop for me, McQueen fan 95. Of all the places I expected to see a safe sex PSA, this was not one of them, but good on you. Well, I'll get to chapter six. This one isn't all that exciting. I'll just do a short summary. This one's about Phil Moore, the hippie bus, and Sarge, the army jeep, Bonin. Because opposites attract, I guess. Also, this chapter contains the phrase licking each individual nut, which I found way too funny. Uh, and it also continues to be a safe sex PSA because Fillmore asks, do you consent to this? Like, not even just, is it okay if I do this? He, like, uses the word consent. So, yeah, kids, remember that consent is vital in a sexual relationship. Don't do anything unless your partner is comfortable with it. Chapter 7. This one is so ridiculous. McQueen gets pulled over by the sheriff for speeding and he tries to get out of that ticket. 
It also says that Sheriff writes the ticket. How could he physically do that? Again, we don't know. He tries to get out of it via sexual favor, though. So Sheriff searches him for weapons, and he feels something hard under there, and you can probably guess what that is. And he has to do a full undercarriage search. So they go to the impound to do that, which is now, for some reason, and I quoted that part because, boy, that was lazy. For some reason, it has a big fence around it to ensure privacy. Lightning has to get on a lift to get inside, but Sheriff's like, well, an actual hydraulic lift would have been real expensive, so we just decided to use a sex swing instead. Are you even trying? <laughs> I get it, you've already written six of these, you just want to jerk off, but are you even putting any effort into these setups anymore? It's just, oh, yeah, it's... It's a sex swing, actually. So naturally, Sheriff sees Lightning's enormous metal boner, and he's like, well, you can't let you go without taking care of those balls of yours. They might drag on the ground. Has Sally not been taking care of you or something? To which Lightning says that she's on her period. First of all, if you don't have period sex, you're weak. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Secondly, now I have to think about cars having uteruses and blood and live births? To me, this says more about interpretations of car anatomy and reproduction than anything else I've read so far. This guy's laziness in making their reproductive systems so similar to that of humans is just making everything so much more complicated. And he's just saying all this shit in passing. Like, it doesn't even have to be there. Like, this story could be exactly the same and, and if they weren't saying that. But he wants not only to fuck the cars, he wants to fuck my mind. And then... <sighs> The sheriff reveals that the impound was renovated like this because it's his sex dungeon. What is even happening anymore? So apparently if you're arrested, you can either do manual labor or you can fuck the sheriff, which that sounds highly illegal, but sure. So Lightning gets a rod stuck up his urethra. It's been a long time since we last talked about sounding here on the bar as well. This one sounds a lot less painful than the one in episode two, because Lightning has a metal dick. They don't specify any width. A lot different than getting an inch-wide metal tube stuck up your flesh-and-blood human dick. So then the sheriff basically dominates the shit out of him. It says that he picks up his whip and goes at him with what? How does he pick up the whip? I just expect to be befuddled by the sexual stuff, but the regular stuff I should not have to be mind fucked by. So then they use everything in the BDSM box, which we fortunately do not get to see, cause thank fuck. Porn logic is wild. Chapter eight, tow truck threesome. Let me say that again. Tow truck threesome. So I don't know that much about these characters, Bubba, Tater, and Tater Jr., but the Taters want revenge on Bubba because he did something bad to Mater or something. So they get him super drunk on 200 proof moonshine. God, I wish that were me. And they kind of gang rape him? I'm not gonna go into detail here, but there's bondage and they use the S word because fuck you, that's why. And then chapter 9 is the last chapter and don't worry because this is not an anticlimactic ending. Apparently, this was inspired by an art piece. 
Oh boy. This chapter features Cad Spinner from the Planes movie. Not actually a plane, if you're unfamiliar. He's a car, too. And everyone wants to fuck Lightning McQueen if you haven't noticed a trend. Lightning's going for a weekend meet and greet with some fans and Cad is hosting him. There's a contract he has to sign, but he doesn't know what it says because it's written in lawyer. Cad graciously explains to him that, of course, it means McQueen has to sexually pleasure him. I didn't expect Lightning to be taken aback by this because he seems like he wants to fuck everyone and since everyone wants to fuck him too, that works out well, but he is. He is not particularly happy about this arrangement, but he agrees anyways. Cad makes him suck him off and McQueen just like, he smells bad and he's a small dick so I guess he has something to gloat over. He's like, hmm, figures I'd get stuck with skinny penis over here. I mean, Luigi and Guido have small dicks but they know it and they can use what they have implying that he's also fucked these two. Why am I even surprised at this point? So this motherfucker watches Lightning shower through a hidden camera after they finish out round one. And the point of that is what? They don't wear clothes ever. I guess it's a fetish, but the author's like in parentheses too. Can't make this shit up. So I guess that would be weird in the Cars universe, but as if this is the weirdest shit going down in the fic. This guy thinks that it's weird that people like watching others shower, but he doesn't think it's weird to fuck cars, I guess. So then there's car porn Cad wants to get in the mood a little once McQueen gets out of the shower, so he watches some porn, which involves a Honda Accord pleasuring a Cadillac. And I bring up these specific car types because I have mentioned that I am sitting in my car right now. What I have not mentioned is that my car is a Honda Accord, which makes me uncomfortable on its behalf. I, I love my car very dearly in, in not a sexual way, but sweetie, I'm so sorry you had to get dragged into this. So yeah, they fuck once Lightning gets out, but Cad's small dick doesn't do anything for Lightning and it feels like he's just pooping in reverse for 30 seconds. And then Cad screams his own name when he comes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the internet's truly amazing and the moral of the story is to always wear a condom and ask for consent and what the fuck, Kara's practice circumcision and gets periods in these guys' mind? There are more questions than answers in here. In fact, the answers we get just generate more questions. So that was the main event, but for our last fic, we got a lovely little title that just grabs the attention right away. It's called A Radiator Springs Orgy. So let's <laughs> go down on Route 69 for a little fun. Now this is crack fic, completely crack fic. And it starts very gracelessly with McQueen and Mater hitting on each other, going to a motel to hook up, and the rest of the cast walks in on them to join in. Chapter 2 escalates really quickly because it's just called pregnancy. Because pe usually people wait a little longer to get to that point in a relationship, but okay. Cars and prank porn fucking kill me. But we're not quite there yet because the orgy began, and I quote, with Doc rear ending lightning and not in a vehicle damagey way. Hey yo! The queen falls us up with an ode daddy with three three till days after it and then he immediately gets pregnant because they forgot to use condoms always have safe sex kids wear condoms like the last guy said let this be a lesson to you because that's how it works meanwhile luigi and guido are confessing their love for each other via bondage there's another one of these ka said lightning mcqueen as he climax yeah 
this is the second time this happened. I guess that's a popular interpretation. All right, headcanon. When McQueen climaxes, he says good show. And then, oh, and by the way, and the author is just like, yeah, by the way, guys, Adam Sandler's there for no reason whatsoever. So then Lightning's child comes because, all right then. This chapter just begins with a super long string, like this just, this long string of A's, followed by just said Lightning McQueen going through labor, as if that was a completely normal line of dialogue. His child is Larry the Cable Guy. Is this fucking Sonic the Hedgehog Defender of America? Like, you got these weird relationships and random-ass characters, like... Both Adam Sandler and Larry the Cable Guy appear in that series, by the way. And also, just go fucking read Defender of America if you haven't, because it's pure gold. It's about Sonic the Hedgehog and his space motorcycle gang killing communists and Nazis. It is a beautiful work of art. That's the fic I talk about in episode 23. It's a fucking gold mine. Highly recommended. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. So Sandler and the Cable Guy just vanish, so they have to go look for them now. The author gets super distracted here by explaining that there are car cars to transport the cars. Most of them aren't alive, uh, and then there are car car cars for the car cars that are alive, and car 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 cars for the car car cars, but none of the car car cars are alive, and there are only 12 of them anyhow. I don't know if that made any sense, at least with the way I said it, but it's just a beautiful tangent. So this then gets kind of a plot because it turns into a Steven Universe crossover. There are car versions of the gems that show up and some bad puns that go along with it. So here's a quote. You're here to Route 69? Of course, said Carnit. She then did a backflip all the way to Route 69 and landed on top of Flo, who joined in on the Radiator Springs orgy. What a show-off. Like, what a dick. That testicular, cum-guzzling, fuck-slut-bitch-ass-penis-dick-whore, said Lightning McQueen, visibly crying. <laughs> Just... Just the visibly crying gets me for some reason. So then they get abducted onto a spaceship, as one does in the Steven Universe universe. The Steven Universe universe? The Steven Universe? I don't know. So Adam Sandler and Larry the Cable Guy are separated on board, and they're just dying to find each other. And they meet and they fuse into Carnet, because fuck you. This scene is basically ripped straight from that Steven Universe episode. And then Carnet even fights Jasport, but the other doesn't feel like describing it, and they crash back down to Earth. Chapter 7 is called The Circle of Suck. Just wanted to bring that up. There's a Disney song about that, right? The fusion of Lapis and Jasper. Malice Chevron, the car car, if you recall what a car car is, joins in the orgy and ejaculates so hard that it launches Carnet into orbit. Lightning is uh, now relieved that his child's fusion is no longer at the orgy because, you know, that's awkward, but Carnet is actually in space plotting revenge on him. So they go into hiding because of Carnet's nuclear threat. They fuck in hiding and it also turns into a Metal Gear crossover too now? Solid Snake enters the picture and they plan to destroy Carnet by dismantling one of the cars to make a bomb and have Malachevron drive over. Sheriff doesn't like that idea so they decide to tear him apart and use him as the bomb. But Carnet was expecting this and the sheriff gets reassembled and <laughs> here's a quote. I have an idea, said Mater. Mater then nut in Solid Snake's ass which caused Solid Snake to nut so hard he launched into Carnet's killing Karna instantly and destroying the cage that trapped Malachevrolet. 
So the moral is sometimes things work out in the most unexpected ways. So have anal sex with a tow truck. It might just destroy your best friend's enemy and half son. So that whole plot thread is over, and the planes from planes come down to join the fun. This chapter features midair 69ing. You thought your sex life was interesting? You need to spice it up. Get on their fucking level. They fuck the plane? Why not fuck a boat next? They go down to the docks where a boat capsizes itself so they can fuck it, but it drowns. Die for that D, won't ya? Duck drives into the ocean to fuck a submarine, cause why not? You know what Doc always said about how we want to go out. I want to die historic fucking a submarine. And they give him the 21 shots tribute at his funeral, but a different sort of shot if you know what I mean, cause it's an orgy. Let me get our Christmas special. Santa Cars is a talking fucking sleigh, and the Polar Express is a talking fucking train, and they are married, I guess. Hijinks ensue. And then this fic does kind of trail off because the author kept forgetting to update because it'd be like that sometimes. The only thing worth mentioning in this last chapter is that Lightning McQueen secretly has a human hand on his underbelly that he uses to masturbate. And there's some helicopter sex in there. So that was a Radiator Springs orgy on Route 69. I definitely went into that expecting worse and came away pleasantly surprised. I liked how it had a plot at one point that I guess justified its length. And that was Cars Erotica for you. Surprisingly not as much of it as I expected, but that's a good thing. Next week we're moving into something less anatomically confusing, but just as, if not more upsetting than this week's theme, and that's gonna be Finding Nemo. And we ain't doing those weak ass human eyes they use. It's fish sex or nothing. And I'm gonna have to research fish sex for this episode because I really just should have stuck to avatar porn because that fandom may be infested with incest, but at least they're all humans. So today we covered Eroticar, exclamation point, by some magnificent smartass, that's all one word, Jaguar and Porsche. Uh, it's by an orphan account on AO3 that's not actually an author name, but orphan account, I guess. Rite of Passage by Raven and Da Von Dutch. Power Stroke Stories by McQueenFan95. And A Radiator Springs Orgy by Daddy Chat. Bar is low is on Instagram. You can find us at the bar is low with an underscore in between each word. Follow us so you know what's coming up next. I'm your pal, Winchigas Thoticus. This is the bar is low. Thank you for joining me. That's all for today.